0: All right, all right. Welcome to another show of Sports Therapy with R.H. Jr. I would like to say welcome, 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 and welcome again. Hey, uh, today's show is going to be action-packed, but before we begin, let me say happy Father's Day weekend because I know today is Saturday and Father's Day is tomorrow, Sunday, but we won't be talking tomorrow because... We won't have a show on Sunday. So, therefore, I want to get it in right now and say happy Father's Day to all the fathers. And also want to say happy Juneteenth. Talked to one of my Kim folks. She told me, she said, you know what? We're going to be juneteenth all over the place. <laughs> and that's coming from the great state. She said, we're going to be juneteenth all over the place. So, for all those who are going to be juneteenth happy Juneteenth. Let's get together, and let's celebrate. Cause I'm big on celebrating diversity. I don't care what it is. You don't have to be African American. to Celebrate Juneteenth. With that, want to get in today's show. Today's show is titled To Thy Own Self Be True. To Thy Own Self Be True. So we're gonna be looking at we're going to look at An article that was written in Sports Nation, Sports Illustrated. Uh, it was entitled NFL 2022 Record Predictions for Every Team. Hmm. When I first wrote that article, when I first read that article, I was like, okay, you know, first place I went to see, okay, what are my commanders going to do? What is the expectation for my commanders? Because I had actually read a previous article that kind of made me so mad that I actually started going off and first thing I said, well what the you know, then I had to keep hitting my, my, my cussing bell because it had my, my commanders pick to finish four and God knows what. I was like, wait a minute, nah, 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 nah. So uh, uh with that, uh hopefully just like data, if you look around, you can find enough data to support anything you want. So, based on this article, and I think it's real interesting, we're gonna go through every team and look at their records. We're gonna look at the uh, the analysis, the breakdown, and just kind of figure out what's what. And so, I'm inviting all uh, my guests who's gonna call in. We're gonna talk about um, hey their picks and you know their personal choices, and remember. One thing about sports therapy, I always say you get two minutes to call. You can rant, rip, or kick some knowledge. Today we'll probably be kicking more knowledge than anything because let's be honest. uh, Football season hadn't started except for OTAs and we we got some mini camp training going on and things of that nature. So we know that this is what you call dry dock, dry dock. So basically, you know, the ship is uh, in port. So we're trying to fill in some time. And uh, still bring some quality, 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 uh, a quality show. So with that, I want to segue into, now some people think that when I'm looking down, I'm not asleep. I'm actually uh, <laughs> reading from uh, uh, a run sheet. For those who think I just get up and just wing it. No, I don't just wing it. I have a run sheet that I follow and I try to follow it. As close as possible Because you know But things come up And when it does You know I kind of Get away Then I come back to it So if I'm looking down It's not because I'm asleep (laughs) Now I'm uh, Sticking to my run sheet Remember On sports therapy We don't talk politics We don't talk sexual orientation We don't talk anything But football And football-aided Substance Or subjects So we uh, We I don't want to know what's going on in the world of, of politics because I wanted to have a, I wanted to create an atmosphere where we can kind of get away from all those things. You know, we can lay down our arms, and you know, Republicans and Democrats can. You know, we don't have to talk about. Yeah, this is just football. Because one thing that, that that bothers me sometimes is when I'm reading a good article and there's some good back-and-forth uh, conversation going, and then somebody will throw a political bomb in there like, come on, do we really want to talk about that right now? So that's why I created the show as a, a buffer, a, a place where we all can go and just kind of talk football. So with that, I want to read a little bit from this article. This is coming from Fan Nation. And it was an uh, article in Sports Illustrated. Now, here's what it says. It starts off, it says, Can Matthew Stafford and the Rams repeat Super Bowl champions? Do the Cowboys return to the big game? Because they have the easiest schedule. Hmm. And Fan Nation breaks it down. So, what we're going to be doing is that we're going to be looking at each one of the uh, the teams Starting with, in fact, we're going to break it down by conference. In fact, uh, the article went on to say the Super Bowl champion Rams, they're going to kick off the season. Now, we all know that when you're the Super Bowl champ, you always start off the season playing, and usually it's on a Thursday night. So we got the Rams kicking everything off September the 8th, and then they're going to be playing the Bills. And so we're going to talk about the Bills a little bit later because when I think about the Bills, the Buffalo Bills, the old saying, now, my heart always goes out to the Bills because – I remember all those times they went to the Super Bowl and they lost. Now, There's a part of me want to see the Bills win a Super Bowl. I'm sorry. I I just, I do. I don't want them to ever play my team and win the Super Bowl, but I wouldn't mind seeing the Bills win. Of course, we're going to talk about uh, brother Tom Brady. He's returning. And I'm wondering sooner or later, Father Time has to reach up and grab Tom Brady. I mean, the, the guy is what he is, but... Sooner or later, man, Father Time has to come knocking on his door. So with that, let's, uh, let's push on. Remember, this is Sports Therapy with Fh Jr., and um, the title of the show is To Thy Own Self Be True. So now, let's start off, let's talk about the, NF- the NFC West. Now, if you've been in a cave, you realize that the NFC West, that's where the Super Bowl champions reign, the um, Los Angeles Rams. Now, according to this article I read, this is what it says about the Rams. It says the Rams will have a very, very, very tough schedule. I mean, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to know that, that any time you win the Super Bowl, you're going to play a first-place schedule. So it says the Rams' greatest challenge might be hmm, the spotlight. Because how often does a team repeat? Super Bowl champion. We rarely have. I, I don't think we've had a Super Bowl champion in. Shh, God, I don't think it's been. I think it was two thousand four was the last time. So it says, this is a star steady group. We know they got Matthew Stafford, they got Jalen uh, Ramsey, Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup. They got a who's who of guys. So based on the article, it says that the Rams are picked to finish eleven and six. Hmm. And their strength of schedule is a point five six seven. So basically, it's saying that the Rams pretty much gonna have the toughest schedule in the league. So if you're a Ram fan, hmm, but you have to beat the champions. That's how I see it. Then we have the Cardinals, and of course, you know they are also in the NFC West. And one thing about the Cardinals that that I don't know. It's because, uh, you know, I I love my boy uh, Tyler Murray. Had him uh, on my fantasy team. Won a life for me. Kind of screwed up down down the stretch a little bit. But I'm thinking, and I'm thinking here, my man is holding out for more money. And if you followed my show last week, we talked about uh, should there be a a a different pay scale for the uh, NFL running backs. So um, I'm a fan of guys getting their money. I I think you should always get your money because, you know, professional football is a collision sport. Guys run as fast as they can and they collide as hard as they can. They hit each other as hard as they can. I mean, that's just the nature of the game. So, I don't get mad at any guy, any athlete for holding out, saying, "Hey, you know what? I got to get my money." For all those who are saying, "Well, he had not proven anything, he not done anything," you know, like, hey man, get your money. That's how I feel. So, anyway, according to this article, uh, the Cardinals are going to finish with a record of ten and seven. Ten and seven. Uh, they talked about they're going to face the Chiefs, Raiders, and they will also play. The defending champion, uh, the Rams. Now they're in one of the pretty much the toughest division in the league. So I don't know about all that, uh, but I still think that they're going to have a winning season. Now, of course, we we do know that their wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins is out. He's going to be suspended for, I believe, yeah, six games. So that is going to impact uh, the team down the line. So for all you Ram- the uh, Cardinal fans. I don't know that ten and seven may be a stretch, but we shall see. Now, next we have the 49ers. Ooh wee, the 49ers. <laughs> According to this article, since Forty ers will have a record of nine and eight. Now, of course, you know, based on the fact that we the league had that extra game, so nobody can finish eight and eight anymore. You either gonna have a winning, uh, you know, winning record. Or losing record, no more eight and eight. You know, I remember that I would always tease my Cowboy fans by always saying eight and eight. <laughs> We're going to Super Bowl now. Nah, y'all gonna be eight and eight, so no more going eight and eight. So you can't go eight and eight anymore. So according to this, the 49ers, their schedule is gonna be brutal because uh, you know they're in that 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 uh, that division with the Rams, the Chargers, the Raiders. That's a tough division, so I don't know. Uh, and they lost a lot of key players, a lot of key players. So, um, hmm, I'm thinking. Well, I, I, I think that the Niners can easily either go. They either go. It's well, you know what? They're gonna be nine and eight. <laughs> okay, <laughs> they're gonna be nine and eight. Oh, what has happened to my Seahawks? To my Seahawks. Oh. The poor Seahawks, because they lost lost Russell. They lost Russell Wilson. And guess who they're going to open the season and play? Their first game. Their first game. They open up. They play the Denver Broncos. Can you imagine? That's just like... Losing your girlfriend to a dude, and then you got to go to the dude's house and eat dinner with them. <laughs> Come on, we're asking too much. We're asking too much. So, according to this article, the Seahawks are going are gonna to go seven and ten. Seven and ten. So much for the twelfth man. Now let's talk about my favorite division. Nope, the shirt. My favorite division, the NFC East. When I was a kid, it used to be called the, the Beast of the East. The NFC, the NFC East. Now, you know, I always rip, rip my uh, and rip my, my, my Cowboy fans a little bit. They they know it's all love, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, it is what it is. Uh, I'm in the bunker. <laughs> now, for those who don't know, I'm coming to you all. And I don't want to say enemy territory. Oh, hell, it is enemy territory. I am broadcasting from the state of Texas, from the state of Texas. And I work with a lot of Cowboy fans. And we vibe we each other back and forth. I got a couple of family members uh, caught carrying Cowboy fans. I grew up in the great state of Arkansas. Jerry Jones owns the team. Everybody in Arkansas is a Cowboy fan except for, you know, some Saint fans And we have a few uh, Since we were so close to to uh, Missouri So we got a, we got some uh, Some Kansas City fans there too But the majority of Arkansas people Are Cowboy fans And, we, and, and those who live in the great state of, of uh, Texas The majority of them are Cowboy fans too Except for the, the Texans But uh, According to this article According to this article the Cowboys are gonna go eleven and six, and let me read a little bit about what this article says. It says the Cowboys will try to repeat as NFC champions, and we know that's not going to happen. No one ever repeats as NFC champion. We don't. We're not going to have it. I mean, it's it's in the charter. <laughs> they hadn't read that little part at the bottom that says you're not allowed to repeat it as the NFC champions. So it's just something that simply does not happen in this division. That's what I just said, okay? But it says, considering the state of the division and Dallas' uh, easy schedule, 11 wins seem to be doable. The part of the schedule to survive is week one through two at home against the Buccaneers and the Cincinnati Bengals. So for my Cowboy fans... Um, uh, eleven and six. He, you know, I, I honestly think that that window for the Cowboys is closed, uh, and not because I'm a, I'm a I'm a Commander fan, but I just think that window was there that opportunity, and just like with the Cowboys, and we're gonna talk about the Buffalo Bills lately, you can have a a, a good team and you can have everything in place. That means the conditions are right. But for those of you who have ever been in a been in a tornado, you know, they say the conditions are right. See the conditions were right for the Cowboys to win a Super Bowl. Doesn't mean it's gonna happen, but it means that the conditions were there. And I think the conditions were there the last three years. So you get that window and when you get that window you have to win. they're not gonna give it to you, but that's that that, that window there. So I think I actually think that the window has closed on the Cowboys um I could be wrong, you know, but that's that's where I am on that, and I, and, I, and I and I I am being as impartial as I can get in terms of talking about Cowboys and and uh you know now truth be told I don't want them to win any game because they're in the same division with my team I, I you know, so I have to be honest I don't want them to win I definitely don't want to see them go eleven and six but according to the article the Cowboys will finish eleven and six with a record now it did say that the Cowboys and the Commanders, we got the easiest schedule in the league. So, and I don't know how they get the easiest schedule in the league. They won the, uh, they're, they're, uh, you know, division champions. So I just thought that they should have a, uh, you know, a stronger schedule. That's just me. Impartial me. Then we have the Philadelphia Eagles fly, Eagles fly. Now, um, if anybody uh tune into the draft, you know that the Eagles hit a home run in the draft. Man, they got some good quality draft picks and, and then they made a few trades. They picked up uh AJ Brown, star receiver. Uh I think he, they got him from the Titans. So according to this article, the Eagles are gonna be ten and seven. Ten and seven. The Eagles will I said the Eagles were a surprise entry until the playoff last season, earning seventh seed with a nine and eight record. The only issue I have with the Eagles. And I just don't think that Jalen Hurd is the man. I don't think he's the man. Um, and, I, and, and I'm a big Hurd fan because um, he plays, well, he did play in college for my favorite team next to my beloved uh, Razorbacks uh, OU. And uh, I love watching him play. Um, hmm. I don't know if if it was him or if it's the system because some, uh, you know, I can't believe it was that system because he didn't throw a lot. They built the the offense around his ability to run. And, of course, you know, a running quarterback does not last that long in the NFL. You know, yeah, you can be successful, but at the end of the day, you still got to learn how to throw the ball because defenses and defensive coordinators One thing that they do is that they spend the, the, the all season trying to get better. Just like with the Rams teams figure out when the Rams won the Bowl. teams, teams study the Rams and they figure out two things. How can we be like the Rams? or how do we stop the Rams? So when it comes to running quarterbacks, uh, dual threat quarterbacks, um, now when you're dual threat quarterback and you can really, really throw the ball, then teams have to play you honest. But, if you are that that quarterback and you preferably like to run, um, then uh, you know that that's why I am with with uh, with the Eagles. I think they'll go as far as Jalen Hurts uh, can take them, and I just don't think that he's the man right now. Uh, and I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Um, and we'll see. But that's that's why I am with that. I just think that uh, you know he's not the man. Prove me wrong, brother. So according to this. The High Flying Eagles will be 10 and 7. 10 and 7. Now, we get to the good stuff. Y'all know how I smile and perk up. Because we're talking about my Washington Commanders. Now, I did mention that I read a previous article. And it said that my Commanders were going to finish some like four games. And man, I hey, man, I was cussing and, 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 and just... Doing all kinds of crap. Then I found this article that put me in it. Well, it, it, you know, it put me in a better frame of mind, but I still think, I think that my commanders are going to win the division. Yeah, well, I, I do. I think that. And for those of you who say, well, how can you, because here's the thing. There's this old country saying, takes a sorry dog that won't wag his own tail. <laughs> so, yeah, hell, I got to be on my team's side. Okay, think about that. So, I think <sighs> I hope my man wins. If you just try the bus, brother, because I think we got a good defense. I think we're ready to make that 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 next step. I think last year um, the expectations were a little bit too much for our young defense. I think they were the previous year. I think they were like a year ahead. And I think this year will be the year they'll get it done if we can get some decent quarterback play. But I actually think that um, – I think my man Carson Wentz is going to be okay. You know, I, I read an article. Someone was uh, was talking about uh, performance at minicamp. And one thing I tell people, I don't, two things I don't really get hyped up about is minicamp and preseason. Minicamp and preseason. Now, I haven't – I'm not a pro football player. I haven't been there, but I I think the whole thing for minicamp is practice. And like Iverson said, practice. You know, practice. We're talking about practice. Not the game. But practice. Not the game. Practice. So y'all want to know where that coming from? Google that that Iverson video. Practice. (laughs) But... I just think that, uh, I, well, according to the article, we're going to finish the season. The Commanders are going to finish the season eight and nine. I actually think that the Commanders will win ten games. That's why. That's why. That's where I come down on that. I think we'll win ten games. Um, I think we're going to we're going to beat the Cal, the Cowboys or at least split because when it comes to the Cowboys and the Redskins or the Commanders or Football Nation or whatever you want to call us. Two things you can't do. See, when I played in high school sports against my best friend or my brother or, or my family, I'm always going to play the hardest against them. So when it comes to the Cowboys and the uh, the Redskin Nation or the, or the commanders, one thing you can't do is you can't measure hatred. <laughs> you can't measure hatred. We hate them, and they hate us. So you throw out all those records, that, all that crap gets thrown out. You can't measure hatred. No. I remember there are years when when we didn't beat anybody else, but we beat the Cowboys. And now I remember years when they didn't beat anybody else, but they, they beat the skins or the football nation. So one thing about it, you can't measure hatred. <laughs> so that's why I'm on that. I think my, my, uh, my commander is going to win 10 games. Anyone dispute that, call into the show. Then we are the Giants. According to this article, the Giants are going to go 8-9. Now, keep in mind, the Giants, are they rebuilding? Are they not rebuilding? Are they just whatever? But I know they got a new coach. According to this article, now, for those who are big on, on data and, and analysis and in fact, I'm gonna do a show, old school versus uh new school, where now I'm old school, but I know some of the old school ways doesn't work anymore. You gotta be um, what's the word? You gotta be uh uh able to, you gotta be a player's coach, you know. Back in the days, um they didn't give a crap what the players thought. You you were there because you had a certain skill level and you expected to provide that skill. Uh, but I know things have changed because we got analytics. I and mean, the, the kids are coming up following analytics all through their career. High school, um, even Pee Wee League, they, they have analytics. They look at data. According to this, if you do this, you do this. If you do that, you do this. So I understand that. In fact, a lot of uh teams are hiring a, a analytics guy, you know, or a person. It may not be a guy, it could be a female. So analytics and analytics plays a, a big role in this thing. So when I say that, um, according to the article, that the Giants are gonna be eight and nine. It says the Giants strength of schedule ranks twenty-ninth, so that means they pretty much got a last place schedule. Well, twenty-ninth is close to a last place schedule, so it's an easy schedule. So, and I can't complain because the Commanders have an easy schedule too. I'm saying that. I'm being honest. We have a, a, a an easy schedule. Now, the only problem I have is why do the Cowboys have an easy schedule? Because they had an easy schedule last year. Easy schedule. Cupcakes. we all going to be munching on cupcakes, getting fat on cupcakes. But the key is you have to eat all your cupcakes because if you lose some of those cupcake teams, then it's going to affect whether you get to uh, go to the playoffs or not. So think about that. With that being said, because you know they do have a a new coach. So going to take a quick break, then we'll be right back. This is Sports Therapy with FH Jr. we're back. That was a very, 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 very short break. Now, we're going to talk about the NFC North. The NFC North. We the North. When I think about the North, to be honest, when I think about the NFC North, there's really one team that comes to my mind, and I know there's more than this one team that that represents the NFC North. But I always think about the Frozen Tundra and that team in Wisconsin, better known as the Green Bay Packers. Now, according to this article, the Packers – Packers, the Cheeseheads, the Packers are going to have a record of eleven and six. And this is what the article says about the Packers' chances. Says so the Packers are coming off three consecutive thirteen-win seasons. That's hard to do, and that has never been done in the NFL. Said so the Packers will open their season. They're going to face the Minnesota Vikings. Then they're going to host the Chicago Bears. Then they play Tampa Bay and that man. Those early road games will challenge the team that traded their all-pro wide receiver, Devontae Adams, that might come back and bite them in the butt. Remember, they traded him to the Raiders. And, uh, see, my only thing about the Packers is that the Packers, every year, the Packers, and I'm not a Packer fan, But I just see sometimes they set their fans up for disappointment. They have a good season. They're always, I don't know, winning 12, 13 games or whatever. and Then somehow they get to the playoffs, and although they they get past first round on a regular basis, it's just that because, you know, when you're a Packer fan, you know, you got standards. The standards are there, man. So, uh when it's the Packers, man, it's like, you know, if we have a good season, we we win twelve, thirteen, fourteen games or whatever. We gotta do more than just winning one game in the uh in the playoffs. So um I think the conditions are there with the Packers. But you know, last year they won, even though uh there was a lot of uh in family in family uh um disagreements as far with the quarterback, uh was he gonna play, was he gonna retire, da 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 and da da. But I think uh with the Packers um the expectation is thirteen wins, or what? You know, let's get some hardware. Uh I personally think that uh they're gonna go far. Um, and I know the goals and the objectives of the Packers Is for them to be successful And of course you know Whenever they play that team Whose name shall not be mentioned I always cheer for the Packers So I think the Packers are going to do some good things man But that's the record According to uh, all this good analysis The Packers are going to be 11-6 and Then we have the Vikings Now um, Vikings according to this article The Vikings will will uh end their record. They will end up with a record of eleven and six. Let me go back now. If the if 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 the Packers are eleven and six and the Vikes are eleven and six, you know, according see when I read this article, what what jumped off to me is that wait a minute, a lot of teams gonna have these winning records. So who are these losers? Everybody can't be winning every week. You know? If everybody's winning, then my show's gonna be pretty boring. I want I want have people calling in, and ranting and raving, and and cussing and, and doing all that crazy stuff. You know, I'm not I'm not cheering for any, anybody's team to lose. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, just saying. Because when I look at this article, uh, when I read this article, it had a lot of teams having winning records. So i was like, okay, everybody can't be winning. Somebody got to be losers. Yeah, so hmm. But so the Vikings are going eleven and six. Now, Vikings are another team that I call them front runners. To me, a a front runner team is a team that wins a lot in the regular season. They do a lot. They win. They look good. You know, it's almost like that thoroughbred horse. You know, man, that horse look good until it gets on the track, and <laughs> then it comes in last place. So each year uh the vikings they they uh the potential is there for them to do some good things but i don't know what happens down the stretch they they always get disappointed in the playoffs now my kid thinks that that i have something against kurt uh the cowboys not the cowboys i'm sorry the vikings quarterback kurt captain kurt because he was our Redskins uh quarterback for years and to me, uh, Kurt always put up a bunch of empty yards. You know, between the twenty between the twenty and the twenty, oh man, he was devastating, but he was always throwing interception, and fumbling and da da da, you know. So that's where I am on on the Vikes. I just think um Vikes need a different quarterback. I just think there's a lot of empty yards in, in uh in their quarterback. And I just don't think he's a man to get them over the hump. Eleven and six. I I personally don't see it, but it could happen. Stock Bears and the Bears and the Bear Facts. Chicago Bears. According to this article, Bear fans, according to this article, your team will have a losing record. According to this article. Team bracket will be seven and ten. It says the toughest stretch of the games come early for the Bears, who would prefer it if it broke differently, considering that they're in you know, we can't use that R word in football rebuild. Um, I don't have a lot of expectation for the Bears, but I'm not a Bear fan. And because, you know, we, we don't shame people for their fandom. Even though some people fandom maybe a little bit misguided, but <laughs> that's why they call them fans because, you know, fans are short for what? Fanatics. <laughs> so so, uh, I'm hoping that the Bears do a little something this year. And this year will be the time that the Bears are going to find out about their quarterback, Justin Fields. Is he the man? Is he the man? because they ran uh, the other quarterback out, traded him, and uh, they ran my man Mitchell Trubisky out, and uh, he went to the Steelers. So we're going to see how that's going to go. So, Fields, you're the man this year. So according to this article, Bears' record is going to be 7-10. Detroit Lions. Now, what I'm going to do today, see, I'm going to cover every team. Every team, all thirty-two teams. That's why I said I, it's hard for me to think, to say that every everybody gonna have a winning record. Now we, but we're talking about some of those teams that, uh, according to this article, are not gonna have winning records, and the Detroit Lions are one of them. Says now their strength of schedule is a point four six seven. So the Lions begin now. this is going to be Dan Campbell's second uh, year as head coach. So is his seat going to be hot? But can you see get really hot in Detroit? That's a cold weather state. Can you, can you see get hot? Yeah. Uh, I don't know about Detroit, but according to the article, they're going to be eight and nine. Uh, I like to see who's going to be those 19 that they're going to beat. And, uh, you know, I don't think we play, they play my commanders, but I, hell, I hope we're not one of them. But um, they open up against the Eagles. Now, I will be cheering for uh, <laughs> the Lions against the Eagles. Look, I, I cheer against every team in the NFC East because I'm a commander fan. You know, it's just like uh, uh, you know, a snake is a snake. Why you get, Why do you get upset if he bites you? You know he's a snake. So if you, you know that I'm a, good, a commander fan, why would you? You know, don't get upset if I say, hey, I won't see the Eagles lose. I won't see the Giants lose. I won't see the Cowboys lose twice in the same game. <laughs> but uh, you know, am I truly impartial? Yeah, that's right. I'm impartial, except for when my team is playing, because I am a fan. And fan is short for what? Fanatic. So according to this article, uh, the the Detroit Lions will have a losing season. And the Lions have a a long history of uh, not being successful. Um, So I hope they turn things around. Now let's talk NFC South, and I said uh, earlier in, in in the show, sooner or later, sooner or later, Father Time is gonna catch up with uh, with my man Brady. I don't hell, I thought it was happening last year, but uh, I don't know, man. I, I you know whatever that guy is drinking, smoking, or snorting. Now I'm not saying he's on anything. I'm just saying. Whatever he's drinking or whatever, man, he needs to pass that around. We are we all need a little bit of that. Trust me. Yeah. So according to this article, it says the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they are predicted, their record should be twelve and five. It says uh they're playing a tough schedule. The strength of schedule is a uh .535 based on the uh, the analysis. They got a tough schedule. Pretty much, uh, I would say, a first-place schedule. Now, this is what the analysis says in terms of uh, the Buccaneers. It says, Roll games at Dallas and New Orleans will provide a great task for Tampa Bay to start the season. Things only get tougher from there as back-to-back league MVP Aaron, <coughs> Aaron Rodgers and the Packers travel to Raymond James Stadium for the Bucks' home opener. This is going to take place in Week Three, then followed by a visit from my homie Patrick Mahomey, and the Chiefs in Week Four. And if the Bucks can manage to come away with at least two victories in that four-game stretch, they'll find themselves in good condition. You damn right they're going to be in good, good, uh, good, good position. Let me hit my cussing bell. I had to hit it like small. Like. There we are. Now, because if if, if they get past my boy Patrick Mahomey and uh Rogers, then uh, you know, I still don't think they're gonna go 12 and 5, but that's just me. That's just me. And let's talk about the Who Dead Nation. The Who Dead Nation. Now. Uh, got some serious concerns when it comes to the New Orleans Saints, and that's at the position of quarterback. I know Jameson Winston is going to be coming off of a uh, major injury. I don't know how. Uh, I I've never had any major injury to be honest. So um, I can only go by what I've seen and observed and been told that that first year, although players are completely healed. But it's just a lot of times it's in the minds, and, you know, your, your mind. You're thinking about, uh, should I protect myself while I'm playing instead of just going and playing? Because it's just like I remember when I was in high school and, and uh, playing basketball. My coach always told me, basketball is a game you you can't think and play; you just have to play. And and so, and, and the same is is for uh, football and many other sports. When you start trying to think and play the game, now I know people say, "Well, yeah, what about the the uh, uh, uh guy? Who's he's very cerebral." Yeah, the hell with that. You gotta go out and play. And so, if um, the first year, I really don't think he's gonna be one hundred percent. You know, because they say when you come off a major knee injury, it's usually that second year when you kind of feel comfortable enough to kind of do some of the things that you used to do in the past. So, that being said, according to the article, the Saints are going to be 11-6. and 6. It says, also, they have a new coach, Dennis Allen. Now, I don't know. Will the Saints keep the same system in place? Or will they try to do something different? You know, will will they do something different? Because, you know, there's no Drew Brees. Uh, there's no Peyton. And so, um. They do get back uh, the big time wide receiver. Hopefully, they can get him in the mix. So, if the Saints can, can incorporate all that into uh, a new coach, if they, they can, uh, you know, get my man 7 11 back and get him playing and then get him back in the mix, get him happy. And, you know, so I just worried about the quarterback position. And, and that's going to either be a. Uh, yeah, that's going to make or break the Saints with that position only. And that's where, um, that's where I fall on that. Now, it does say uh, quarterback Jamin, Jameis Winston and the Saints will open their season with three consecutive games against the NFC South rivals. So now they can kind of make some hay there. Uh, you know, the Saints have the seventh most challenging schedule. So they do have a hard schedule. Now, yeah, and one thing I've noticed. Is the league mad at the Saints? What say ye? Who that nation? Because it's almost like the Saints never get a, a, um, I won't say a weak schedule. But the Saints always end up with a tough schedule every year. Now, I know a lot of it maybe because they are marketable, you know. But the Saints never, they never get a break. They get bad calls. We all know about the the, the great, uh, what I call the great train robbery. <laughs> so, but it's like the Saints don't get a break. They don't. Hell, get the Saints an easy schedule. Give them the Cowboys schedule. And you can't give them the, the commander schedule, but <laughs> give them the Cowboys schedule. The Saints don't get a break. Every year, they get damn near first-place schedule to play. Division champs. You know, second runner-ups, Super Bowl champs. You know, gee, give Saints a break. What say ye? Who that nation? Then we got the Dirty Boys, the Boys, the Dirty Boys. Ah, uh, they're in full rebuild. According to the article, the prediction for the Falcons are seven and ten. So the Falcons bosses did not concede. To being in a rebuilding mode last year. Sometimes reality sets in. There's an old saying. Nothing is real. Until reality sets in. Nothing is real. Until reality sets in. So reality for for the Falcons were. Hey. We are rebuilding. We are in rebuild mode. So according to the article. They are going to be. Seven and ten. Now, as I mentioned in, in our show earlier, I said, "Hey, you know what? we're in uh what I call dry dock football season is, is uh it's it's starting mini camps, OTAs and all that good stuff, and it's things are kind of slow, so that and, and I understand that you know uh I know I had about uh, about three hundred three hundred uh people to text me. And, uh, you know, we talked about the show and we talked about some things. and, uh, and But, and I know things are going to be slow until football season start, And when it's like that, that's when, hey, you got to give me the ball on the first yard line and I have to carry the show. So I have to get the ball across the finish line without fumbling. So, so far, I hope I'm not fumbling the show. So I'm capable of making that touchdown. Long as you hand me the ball about one foot away from the finish line. Now, I can't get deep in the backfield. You know, uh uh-uh. uh. You can't, get, can't tell me, uh, F.A. Junior, get in the eye formation. <laughs> we gonna pat, We going to hand it to you about eight yards deep. Ain't going to happen. I'll fumble every damn time. <laughs> but, you know, so, so today, if I have to carry the show, hand me the ball, baby. Now let's finish talking about. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's finish talking about predictions. Predictions to thy own self be true. Now, if you're calling in, or if you are, um, remember the show is live, so we're on Facebook right now. So if you're tuning into Facebook, you want like, what the hell is, this, is going on? Who is this guy? This is Sports Therapy with F.A. Junior. Where callers get to call in, get two minutes to rant rip and kick some knowledge about the NFL. And today's topic is, To Thy Own Self Be True. A little Shakespeare for you. So we're talking about an article in Sports Illustrated where uh, members of the Sports Nation put out some data indicating a uh, prediction of what each team record will be For this year, 2022-2023 football season. Of course, you know the season don't start, don't kick off later. We got OTAs going. We got minicamp going. We got all kinds of stuff going on. But, according to the article, this is a prediction for what each team is going to do. So I'm going to take another little break here. And we're going to come back and we're going to talk about the Carolina Panthers. This is Sports Therapy with F.A. Jr. Welcome back. Sports there with F.A. Junior. Hold on. Let me see. I think I might have a caller trying to call. Uh, Give me one second here. bear with me folks See, Can I get my a little technical difficulties and it's not with me <laughs> can I, you know when i first started show i was like whoa i'm having to do a little bit too much too much too much um but i think i got a lot of it down to to science man i uh All right, here we go. Hello, caller. Welcome to Sports Derby with F.A. Jr. What's up, F.A. Jr.? Hey, what's,
1: what's up, up, sir? Who we got? Go Pat, Go.
0: Go, ah, Pat, go we got the legendary. We got the legendary. We got the legendary Joe. Joe, Joe, Joe and how Now, Brother Joe, this is what we're gonna do. Cause let's talk about, let's talk about your team, and I want to go way back. I'm finna get in the time machine, and I'm going way back to this article about your Green Bay Packers. Now, according to this, Joe, yeah, i it. your Packers are gonna go 11 and six. What say ye? i
1: can see 11 and six. I'm <laughs> showing five is. Twelve and five is more it's that, but 11 and 6 is more realistic. Uh, um, you know, we still got
0: the great number twelve, so anything's possible. I feel you. Now, this is what I talked about when it comes to the Packers. Now, I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't say this too loud, but other than my, my, uh, my Commanders, I root for the Packers to do some things, but every year, brother, they disappoint me. They they have a hell of a season and get to the playoffs and, you know, what happens?
1: Uh, coaching, get <laughs> out coach. That's that's the main thing. And uh, we don't have enough dogs. You gotta have you gotta have a little, few more dogs on the team. Got a lot of young pups. No true full grown dogs. You got to have some dogs, bro. You gotta make it happen.
0: Yeah, well, they, damn, show sure got
1: NFC, NFC Championship all the time and just don't have enough dogs. It's yeah, no go,
0: heart. because I see that man. I see that every year, man. The Packers, um, they 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 open up a can of uh, I was gonna say ass whoop, but I got to hit my custom bell. But but they do, but it's like, man, they get to the playoffs and it's like, okay, we win that first game and then, uh, and last year, now correct me if I'm wrong, they had everything like they wanted. They, didn't they have home field advantage? Yes, sir. And it's like, okay, you always have home field
1: advantage.
0: Yeah. It's like, hell no, nobody wants to go up there. Hell, I wouldn't want to go up there. But.
1: It's I don't great know. Place to visit. You should, you should make it. <laughs>
0: hey, it's cold as hell up there, Joe. Now, hey, tell me because I know you got some insight. Devontae Adams, what happened?
1: He just didn't want to be there. Bottom line. It wasn't about the money. He just didn't want to be in Green Bay anymore. And he was done with it. Uh, he didn't want to spend his career in Green Bay. It's a great football town, but other than football, there's not much there. Been there multiple times and it's just not just nothing there. So if he wants to uh market his brand and, and excel his you know, his brand to the next level, take it to the next level, it's smart for him to get out of Green Bay. And what a better place than uh Vegas to market your brand and, and uh as well as make twenty nine million dollars a year. Uh
0: well, you know, I can't argue with uh you know, having your having your damn cake and eating it too <laughs> I can't argue with that at all That's what I, <laughs> I, 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 I can't but Joe like I said man I appreciate you calling but man I want the Packers to do a little bit more than just you know don't just give me a couple of games in the playoffs man you know now of course you know I'm impartial <laughs> I'm impartial but what do y'all play the Cowboys okay. this year Yes, sir. November 13th up in uh, Green Bay. Now, you know what? And and I I told my listeners, I said, hey, look, when it comes to every team in my division, I root against them. It ain't personal. (laughs) Hell, I root against them. So anybody that's playing the Cowboys, I'm going to be rooting for. Anybody playing the Eagles, I'll be rooting for them. Anybody playing the Giants, I'll be rooting for them. Joe, appreciate the call, brother. And uh, you have a good day, all right? Thanks for having me. All right, go do some Juneteenth stuff. You as well. Take care. All right. No, go pack, go, baby. Go pack. All right. That is Joe Packer fan. Caller, can you hear me? Welcome to Sports Therapy. Hey, we're having a little uh, technical difficulty, but I think we got everything worked out. Who who, Who am I listening to? Uh, who? Now, Bruce. Ah, man, you're a regular. I'm going to put you on the payroll. Yeah. All right, now, because yeah. you know the title of today's show is "To Thy Own Self Be True." Now, um, there, there was an article. There was an article, Sports Illustrated, and it was entitled "NFL Schedule 2022 Record Prediction for Every Team." So now I took a look really? and and what I said was that you know I understand that today uh, there's no football going on it's what we call dry dock and all that and we're, US we NFL. well yeah US, US NFL football. yeah yeah no but no NFL and so um, so today' topic is that I wanted to cover and talk about all 32 teams and based on this article where it made a prediction. And uh, it, it predicted the records for all these teams. Now, I covered, uh, let's see, we talked about the Eagles. We talked about my team, the Commanders, the Giants. We talked about the Packers, and Joe just called in, the Vikes. NSD East,
2: none of them worth
1: talking
0: about. <laughs> Not one. So now, this I is, mean, except Dak Prescott,
2: he's always he's always at the top of the news. But, <laughs> but, but but anybody besides Dak Prescott in the East is not worth
0: talking about. Well, you know what? We're gonna swing through your neighborhood, bro. because we're finna talk about the NFC South. Now we talked a little bit about uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now they got them picked to go twelve and five, and I always said that um, sooner or later. Father time, you just gonna yeah. reach up and, and, and grab my man, and 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 it, hell, I thought it was happening last year, but somehow uh he dodged the bullet. Now, but let's talk about your who that nation, them their saints.
2: Yeah, because because if they got the Buccaneers going twelve and five, that's a darn lie.
0: Right. Because
2: hell, if they ain't got if they ain't got the saints on their at least two out of their five losses. uh Hey Amen. You know,
0: hey, A prediction hey, is questionable. Hey Amen. When when it comes to the Saints and the Buccaneers, brother, I gotta break I gotta break out the same uh same, <laughs> same measuring stick that, that when it comes to the, the Cowboys and the Redskins or the commanders of football nation, whatever the hell you want to call us, the hatred is still there. So I tell people, you can't measure hatred. You know, we, we can go, we can talk analytics all day long, but at the end of the day, I'm going to play hardest against my best friend, my buddy or my, or my enemy. Those are, I bring my own motivation. See, coach ain't got to motivate me when I look across there and it's for bragging rights and it's for whatever. No, coach ain't got to motivate me at all, man. Hell, I, I, hell, I bring my own shoulder pads and helmet and shoes and jock and socks. I'm ready to go so with that with that brother when it comes to the Saints and the bucks like you get your money you get your money where every time they play so I'm trying to figure out where are these where are these 12 games that they're saying the buccaneers are gonna win where are they coming from? Well,
2: two of them shouldn't even be the same. To, do, they, do, they, do they even have to lose it to the Saints twice? Because they should. Because we beat them two seasons in a row twice during the regular season. Now, playoffs is a different story. We're not going to talk about playoffs. We're talking about regular season. Right. With that being said, the New Orleans Saints is undefeated against the Bucks. Before and when they got Tom Brady. Matter of fact, they should get rid of Tom Brady so they can at least win a game against us. <laughs> I agree. Now, now what do they have my Saints though? Because I'm about I'm about to shred that all up too. Matter of fact, Sports Illustrated should be painting me because I'm probably a little bit smarter than their predictors. So, what uh, do they get my Saints though?
0: All right, here we go. They got your Saints going eleven and six. Can you live with that? I can live with it.
2: <laughs> I can live with it.
0: Now, now, hold on. I think
2: we got a thirteen. I think I think we got a thirteen or a fourteen and two team. We got a thirteen and three team or a fourteen and two team. And the only reason why we're going to lose those two games is simply because we're going to play teams who have a just as good a culture as we do, or maybe a kick better. Well, you got to remember out of the thirty-two teams, the Saints have the best locker room. Well, the Saints have the best cultured locker room.
0: Well, and
2: we have the most consistent coaching culture, which means Sean Payton is still there. See, some folks think. That Sean Payton is gone. Sean Payton is not gone. His coaches are still there. His players are still there. His bosses are still there. He is the mayor of New
0: Orleans. <laughs> now, people
2: got to you know, people let, realize that. Now, R-
0: R- Ricardo, let me let me say this. This is this is what I feel. This is what this article went on to say about the Saints. It says in its analysis, says the new head coach Dennis Allen. Quarterback James Winston and the Saints will open the season with three consecutive games against NFC South rivals. Before meeting the Vikings yeah. in London in week four, the Saints have yeah. the seven most challenging schedule, which features the Raiders, Eagles of the NFC West, NFC North, and NFC South. Highlights of their schedule includes yeah. hosting Joe Burrow, return to the Bayou, yeah two Monday night football contests, and one Thursday night game versus the Cardinals. This season, the Saints will travel okay. plenty of opportunities to make, uh, so the Saints will have plenty of opportunities to make the run. But, but let me say this. This is what I said. Every year I've noticed that the Saints don't get a break as far as scheduling. Now, I might be wrong, but let's just. No, 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 no. Then here's
2: why. Because when we won the Super Bowl, Roger Goodell has always had it against the Saints. Always. Who that? Now, the reason why I keep saying that is because him and Sean Payton do not get along. In fact, they don't even like each other. Let's go and put that on the record. Okay? If you notice, two years ago, after the Saints lost in the NFC Championship game, uh, Sean Payton did a, did a press conference. And underneath his his Saints um, gear, he had a t-shirt.
0: <laughs> I remember that.
2: Okay? Because you can go back and look at it. He had a t-shirt. It had Roger Goodell on it. It I, had a little message about Roger Goodell. Yeah, right? I, yeah, I remember that. So he's it. never really liked us, okay? He mm-hmm. suspended our coach for a whole entire year, okay? So this should tell you the animosity between Roger Goodell and Sean Payton. Now, Sean Payton is a little bit more subtle about it, but, you know, he's, he's definitely – I mean, there's no subtling when, when you suspend a head coach for an entire year. You, you're not subtle about your dislike for him, okay? <laughs> but, but you know, Sean Payton wearing a little message for you, I his, his safe gear, that's a little subtle. But they don't like each other, okay? And it's not a secret, okay? Um, Now, I can't speak for either one of them, but I'm talking about their actions toward each other. Right. there's some disdain or dislike, okay? Um, Moving on, why I keep saying that Joe Burrow is easy? Because Joe Burrow ain't really played the Superdome on the professional level. Now, he did it on the collegiate level when he won the national championship, but that's a lot different than playing in the professional level and you got these crazy Saints fans so deafening, their volume is so deafening that you can't even you can't even hear yourself when you're calling the snap down, Okay,
0: the reason why I say and and, and, your, and, and and then when you look up you when, when you look up in the stands, you see them dressed out and all kinds of good. I mean, it's like
2: right, right. But if you ask your if you ask your prior caller what we did to Green Bay, we embarrassed them, and they had a two time or three time MVP. We embarrass them. Okay? So Joe Burrow is easy. That's slim picking. Remember now, he went to the Super Bowl in the AFC. That ain't that tough of a complex. So, our Saints 11, 11 and 6, I can live with 12 and 4, 13 and 3, 14 and 2 is more realistic um, from, from where I sit. Um, you have some teams that are in turmoil. Carolina's in turmoil. They don't have a quarterback. Okay. So that's a win. Okay.
0: Um, Let's talk about the Chiefs.
2: The Buccaneers ain't beat us yet in, in, in two got done seasons, during season during season games. So that's 2-0. Oh. Okay. The Falcons have a new quarterback that's worse than Matt Ryan, who they got rid of. So True. that's 3-0. Oh. There's answer. Okay. Now, the only way we're going to lose out of one of those three teams is if Jameis Winston mucks it up. <laughs> and I expect him to be better this year than he was last year. But there's only one problem. He's wearing a knee brace.
0: Well, I was going to ask you because usually when a player comes back off of a major injury, that first year, they're kind of a little bit shy and, and timid as far as, you know, they say it's that second year when a player finally feels like, okay, uh, I'm not favoring this knee. I'm not worried about injury. I'm, I'm back to my old self.
2: Yeah, but that's why we—that's why we drafted offensive line, right? That's why we drafted and signed offensive linemen because if you're, James is going to be your quarterback, because if you remember, we really wanted Deshaun Watson. Okay, so we went after Deshaun Watson, even to the point to where you know Miss Benson went to Houston, right, and had a conversation with Deshaun. So we really wanted Deshaun Watson. Well, so, that
0: that that that, that that's another show right there in, in itself. Because I Winston. I think he's going to be suspended.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm thinking we didn't get him because we would we would we would have had to keep James Winston. Mm-hmm. But James Winston, he, some days, some Sundays he's famous, James, and other Sundays he's infamous, famous, <laughs>
0: Um, Wait a minute. Hold on, man. So <laughs> he, he,
2: he's not as consistent as we'd like him to be, but um, but he will do. I mean, again, we we went 9-8 and eight last season with duct tape. We played four quarterbacks last season. True. Four, and we went 9-8. and eight. So what does that tell you about how dangerous we really are? If we had a quarterback. We got everything. We got defense. We got defensive line. We got linebackers. We got. We got defensive backs. We got special teams. We got running backs. We got wide receivers. We got offensive line. Hell, we ain't got no quarterback. So we got all everything. We got a coaching staff. We got the same culture. It's that quarterback position that's most concerning uh, simply because we don't have a franchise quarterback. So now, do,
0: do y'all have Michael Thomas back in was, the family and happy?
2: Well, he hasn't practiced yet. We're happy that he's there, but we'd be even more happy if he was on the field. <laughs> um, but, you know, he's there. Great. You know, he was there last year. We didn't play. Right. You know So, it, it, you know, the $100 million man, you know, we'd like to see the $100 million man, you know, beat up defenses like he always does. Um, but we understand that if he's not fully healthy and ready to go, we don't want you on the field. I got gotcha. you. Right? So – you know, when you got a $100 million player, he's your most valuable asset. So we want no excuses of why you can't dominate like you did two, three years ago.
0: So bottom line is that is that it's going to come down to, in your all division, it's going to come down to, as usual, the Saints and the Buccaneers. Mhm, 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 mm-hmm. saints and Buccaneers. Well, Ricardo, appreciate yeah, you. will appreciate you calling and yeah. uh, appreciate you kicking some knowledge. And like I t- like I was telling everyone, hey, uh, we know this is dry dock, and uh, we're trying to make sure that we have some shows that keep uh, our listeners interested. In fact, next week's show will be old school versus analy- analytics. You know, and we'll see where everybody falls. Anyway, appreciate the call, brother. And uh we're going to push on because we're getting close to that hour. Thanks, man.
2: All right.
0: All right, as we push on, we're getting ready to wrap things up here, but I want to go make sure that I cover the other teams. Appreciate those brothers jumping in and calling, Uh, Joe, uh, Green Bay Packer fan. Of course, we know we got our regular Ricardo calling in, uh, kicking some knowledge. Real passionate about his Saints. Don't blame him because, uh, hey, man. But we do know, according to this article, uh, Carolina Panthers have a new coach. they in, in full rebuilding mode, so their record is going to be six and eleven. Then swinging back down to the uh, AFC West. Um, uh, mm, here we have the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs are picked to finish twelve and five, according to the article. While the Chiefs have one of the toughest schedules in the NFC in the NFL, the biggest question this year won't be about the record. It'll be about Can they get all those new rookies uh, um, up to par? It's an old saying. Only thing you can trust a rookie to do is pick up the laundry. You can't trust him to pick up a (laughs) a blitzing linebacker. So I don't know, uh, you know, because remember, they they traded away uh, Tyreek Hill, so that might come back to bite them in the butt. Then we had the Raiders. Raiders picked to be twelve and five this year. The Raiders had uh what many consider to be the best offseason drive. We're gonna see if that's gonna add up. So we got the Raiders picked to be twelve and five. So looking at this, kinda like what uh Ricardo was saying, we got all these people favored to have these good records, but hell, who's losing? You know? Then we have the Chargers. Is this going to be the breakout year for the Chargers? According to the article, Chargers will finish with a record of 11 and 6. It says uh, now they have a tough schedule. They have a .519 uh, schedule based on the uh, the analysis. Um, will their quarterback uh, break through? Will it be a breakthrough year for their quarterback? So all those things are going to be taken into consideration. Then we have the Broncos. Remember, uh, the Broncos had a new coach. They picked up, uh, Russell Wilson this year. Were they a quarterback away from success? We'll see. And they open up that first year, the first game they open up, they will play the Seahawks. Remember, I said that game is like for if you're a Seahawks fan, it's just like losing your girlfriend to a guy. Then that guy got to come in. You got to go to that guy's house and have dinner with him and your ex-girlfriend. So that's going to be a little something, something, something. Then, of course, we know the Buffalo Bills. Bills are picked. Now, one thing about the Bills I've said, the Bills remind me of the Cowboys two or three years ago, they got uh, everything in place. But I remember I said that window to get it done is a small window. I think the bills are a talented team. They got a lot. They got a lot of things going. They got an excellent quarterback, but nobody's going to hand you the, uh, the Lombardi. You have to go in and take that, that championship. So, if the Bills don't get it done, probably with this year and maybe next year, that window will start to close for them. So, according to the article, the Bills are going to be 13-4. and four. Then we, And when it comes to the uh, New England Patriots, you can never underestimate uh, Coach Bill Belichick. Everybody says, well, was it Brady or was it Belichick? Brady versus Belichick. I think it was a combination of both. I think he's an outstanding coach, and I think, uh, well – History have shown that Brady is an outstanding quarterback. So I think you had those two elements came together uh, in that time at uh, for the Patriots, and they had nothing but success. So I still think a, a uh, Bill Belichick team is going to always be successful. And then, of course, we got the Dolphins. They made a lot, a lot of changes. Uh, this is going to be the year that two are going to have to get it done. There's an old saying, that he's got to, you know what, or get off the pot. So it's gonna be if he doesn't get it done, then they gotta start looking for a different quarterback in that position. So according to this, they are predicted to go nine and eight. Then we got the Jets. We got the Jets, J E T S, Jets, Jets, Jets. According to the article, Jets are gonna have a losing record. They're gonna be seven and ten. I don't know if it's gonna be rebuilding, but hell, the Jets are always rebuilding. Uh, and now let's talk about the AFC North. We got those Bengals. We got those Bangles with Joe Burris. Bengals are picked to go twelve and five. Said so the Bengals may play uh, eight playoff game teams from a year, and said they include six during the second half of the season. The good news: the first nine opponents had a combined winning record of point four six four. So, in other words. Their first nine opponents uh, were all losers last year. So, big things are expected of the Cincinnati Bengals. Their record is projected to be 12-5. and Then, of course, we know the Steelers. Now, I don't know where the hell this is coming from. We've got the Steelers projected to be 11-6. and Now, nobody follows their team and do all those things. Nobody travel like the Pittsburgh Steelers. But, Mitchell Trubisky is their quarterback. Enough said. Baltimore Ravens. Now, according to this article, the Ravens have the easiest schedule in the league. Now, last year, the Ravens had a bunch of injuries. That had a, a real impact on what the Ravens were able to accomplish at the end of the year. Now, I've always said, I, I you know, one, one show that I may do in the future is going to be What type of quarterback do you want? Do you want the dual threat quarterback or do you want a quarterback that stands strong and long and tall in the pocket? I just think that you can never really win the Super Bowl with a quarterback that's just a running quarterback. You need that one that's uh, an Aaron Rodgers type, that's a runner and a passer, a true dual threat quarterback. Because sooner or later, if you have your quarterback and he's just a runner, He's really just another running back as far as uh, defenses see it. And sooner or later, they're going to pop him and he's going to get hurt. So I think with uh, um, with their quarterback, he actually is learning the position. And that goes back to his his uh, college coach. So he, he basically told him, he said, hey, look, if you want to have a long history in the league, you got to learn to throw from the pocket because your ability to run is great. But – you know, as you get older and as as teams study you, you're gonna to have to learn to throw from the pocket. So I think Lamar Jackson is, is starting to develop into a true dual threat quarterback. So I think that's gonna be successful for them. Now, AFC South, we got the Tennessee Titans. According to Zarko, they're gonna be nine and eight. And now, now it says that Tennessee always had to play a Herculean schedule. Each year they play a lot of damn games before they get a break in here. So that may come back to bite them in the butt as well. Now we talk about the Colts. The Colts have always been that team that flies under the radar. I don't know. They're they're not what you call a a sexy team or whatever, but the Colts always have a good football team. They always can get it done. And they're always able to get it done. And so by 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 doing that, I I think the Colts are going to be there for the long run. Uh, according to the article, they're going to be ten and seven. So are big expectations uh, expected from uh, the Colts. Then we round things off with the Houston Texans. According to Texas is going to be 7-10. I don't know who the hell they're going to beat because they don't have a quarterback. They got a lot of things missing. But I think they're starting to put a lot of pieces in place for the future. They're a young team, so we just have to see how that's going to go. Then we talk about teams that are in full rebuild mode, uh, the Jacksonville Jags. Now, my team, the Commanders, our first game is against the Jags. Now, I will tell you, hell, if we lose that first game – I don't know what's going to – hell, I'm going to need full, full sports therapy for myself because that's a game that we should win. Uh, the Jags, they have a new coach. They're trying to put some things in place. Slowly, hopefully, they'll they'll build some parts around their, their outstanding young quarterback so he can have a good uh, career and not get him all hurt and gun-shy and stuff like that. So that's the prediction for the uh, Jags is 6-10. and 10. And, folks, that is the prediction of all 32 teams in the NFL. So, with that saying, I'd like to thank all my guests. I'd like to thank you for tuning in. And remember, go do some Juneteenth style. And happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. And remember, this is going to wrap it and cap it for the show. And for all the Golden Lions out there, stay golden.